Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. Alarm bells are ringing for America's wildlife. More than a third of our species are considered vulnerable. The iconic monarch butterflies, once so common, are now at risk of extinction and are a candidate for an endangered species. There are 3 billion fewer birds in our skies today than there were 50 years ago. More than 40% of freshwater fish species are at risk in North America, and tragically, over a third of America's wildlife face an elevated risk of extinction. The good news is that members of Congress on both sides of the aisle are backing a bill that will help. The Recovering America's Wildlife Act will dedicate $1.4 billion annually to locally-led efforts that would help approximately 12,000 species of concern. On the line to discuss the current crisis for America's wildlife Life is Colin O'Mara, president and CEO of the National Wildlife Federation. Thank you for joining me. Vicki, thank you so much for having me. Colin, why do we need the Recovering America's Wildlife Act? As you said in your open, I mean, right now about one third of all wildlife species are in trouble. Nearly 12,000 species across the country have been identified as species of greatest conservation need. And you know, in California, there's 1,200 species alone that, that the California Natural Resource Agency has identified. And look, I mean, overall in the country, we've saved primarily the species that either we hunt and fish, so species like deer and ducks and turkeys, or species that are kind of iconic, like the bald eagle or the peregrine or the American alligator. And we haven't really focused much attention on everything else. And as you noted, that's where we're seeing a lot of the losses right now, where species populations are just declining significantly among songbirds, among amphibians, among a lot of pollinator species, species that are incredibly important, but just haven't received the same level of attention as some of the others. What are some of the specific species in concern for the state of California? Yeah, so one that comes to mind is is the monarch butterfly. You know, the California monarch migration is down more than 95% compared to 25 years ago. And so there's a a variety of reasons for that. But one is the loss of habitat, the loss of the the milkweed that we need along kind of the various steps of the migration as the monarchs go up, up the coast. And so it's, again, through a little bit of funding and some good collaborative work on the ground, we can save that species. You know, similarly with the California condor, uh, obviously a huge iconic species. Um, some additional focus on restoring habitat, reducing some of the threats from different types of pollution that they face. Again, we can kind of help recover these amazing species. I can say the same thing for different types of steelhead, you know, some of the bighorn sheep in the Nevadas you know, further north. You know, obviously we, we're working very closely with folks across L.A. right now to build a huge wildlife crossing for, for mountain lions across the 101, you know, the Annenberg Crossing. And so, you know, these are the types of connections and projects that we want to see you know, more of in the years ahead to try to save the full diversity of wildlife. How does this bill, the Recovering America's Wildlife Act, work? So right now, every state is required to put together what they call a state wildlife action plan. And so the California Natural Resource Agency and the California Wildlife Commission put together this great plan. The problem is that they only spend about $60 million across the entire country to implement the plans. It's less than 3% of the money that's needed. And so this bill would take $1.3 billion and divvy that up to the states based on a formula. California would receive almost $60 million a year to help implement the plan. There'd be a little bit of state match. But really, it's to implement a plan that's already on the books. And I'll tell you, California's is one of the best, you know, not surprisingly, given the you know, incredible leadership that Wade Crowfoot and, and the team have provided at the, uh, at the state level. 
but it's it's planned that really once it gets implemented, we'll have specific projects for habitat, for reducing threats, for reducing pollution, reducing you know, in some cases, disease and, and dealing with invasive species in every single corner of the state. Where does the money go to? So it goes to the state agency. Um, it goes to the, the, the state agency, and then the state will then partner with folks on the ground to implement the individual projects. What kinds of wildlife would this bill help? So there's there's a range. So we get some some pollinators. So, for example, you know, pollinator populations, so like native bee populations, are down nearly 50% compared to a couple decades ago. I mean, you have folks in the Central Valley that are actually trucking bees in because there aren't, isn't enough healthy habitat to pollinate, you know, with alm- almond crops, for example. And so they're trying to restore habitat for everything from small invertebrates. Um, a lot of the aquatic species and some of the amphibian species are also really struggling, given some of the drought conditions that we've seen, some of the stream segments that are drying up. So really trying to restore, you know, habitat in some of those areas. We've also seen pretty significant declines of some of the marine species as well. And so it really kind of covers the full gamut of wildlife species. I'm speaking with Colin O'Mara, president and CEO of the National Wildlife Federation. Does this bill even have a chance of passing? That's the thing. It's actually incredibly bipartisan, and it's already passed the House of Representatives with strong bipartisan support. And I will note the, the incredible leadership of the Southern California delegation um, in getting it passed so far. You know, just really strong support across the board. And then on the Senate side, it's already passed through the Environment and Public Works Committee. Senator Padilla played a huge role in getting it through the Environment and Public Works Committee uh, with a 15 to 5 vote, including some of the most conservative members of that committee voting for it. And so really the only piece that's left is kind of getting across the Senate floor. And there's really strong you know, support from Speaker Pelosi and Leader Schumer and even Senator McConnell and, and Leader McCarthy has actually been supportive in, in, uh, for the most part. And so we're very optimistic this can get done in the next couple of weeks. And we're just encouraging everyone to call their members and just let them know how important this is to them and that we want to save the full diversity of wildlife. And um, now, is the, now is the time to do it. How long does Congress have to get this bill passed? Yeah, so there's only three or four weeks left for this Congress. And obviously things will change in January. So, you know, we're trying to make sure that this passes in early December. And we're really kind of lining up all the pieces across the country to do that. Tell us again, how much money is earmarked for California? So it's $57 million for California. And, so it's, it, and obviously California gets the most of any state, um, given both the size but also the biodiversity of the state. I mean, obviously it's one of the most biologically rich states in the entire union. And what can we do to help? So, I mean, the best thing really is to uh, still let your local officials know how important it is. I mean, I do think that, you know, kind of so goes California, so goes the country. And just, you know, whether folks are in Adam Schiff's district or Julie Brownlee or or Ted Luz or I mean, Dan Sherman's, I mean, like you have an incredible delegation in the, in the South, letting them know that it's important to pass. I mean, as I said, Senator Padilla has been a leader from the beginning, and Senator Feinstein has been helpful as well. I mean, just letting them know that this is one of the things they should focus on. I mean, the hardest thing at this time of the year is there's just a lot of competing priorities. And so making sure this, this, this gets done as part of that in that final package is important. If folks want more information, they can go to our website. It's National Wildlife Federation, nwf.org. That's nwf.org. There's easy ways to link to connect with their various congressional offices. And they can also learn all kinds of great information about trying to restore native plants or be involved in environmental education, all the amazing programs that we we operate with the the Federation from Ranger Rick Magazine to our eco-schools. Lots of great information on the website if folks want to learn more. I remember receiving Ranger Rick as a kid. I also wanted to ask you, are there little things that we can do at home to help protect species like bees and butterflies? Yeah, and then look, and I think I would love, I I really appreciate you raising that question, Vicki, because there are so many little things that we can all do. I mean, planting some native plants, making sure that we're thinking about you know, plants that support, whether it's pollinators or songbirds, you know, having a little bit of food, putting out a little bit of water for wildlife can make a huge difference. You know, and really thinking about how we can, you know, you know the dollars we're going to spend on landscaping anyway or on, on gardening, you know, let's put that to, let's, let's select plants that actually support, 
you know, wildlife in, in really kind of smart, strategic ways. Uh, it makes a huge difference. There was actually a study at UCLA just a couple of years ago that, that looked at houses that, you know, had just a few native plants, and they had twice as much biodiversity on their property as a, a neighbor that had no native plants. And so it's really a great way to make a huge difference for, you know, kind of very little cost. I've been speaking with Colin O'Mara, president and CEO of the National Wildlife Federation. Tell us again where we can go to get more information. Thanks, Vicki. It's, it's nwf.org or National Wildlife Federation, nwf.org. And then our, our st- great state affiliate is the California Planning League. So if you want to find more about the kind of issues at the state level, the, the California Planning League has got a, a great website as well. So I'd encourage you to check out those two resources. Thank you so much for talking with us today. And thank you for making a difference for our planet. Thanks, Vicki. Thanks for making time for me today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.